welcome back. I'm so grateful that you're back with me today. We are just going to be having a such a great conversation today. I'm so thankful that you're back. I wanted to just talk to you a little bit about what's going on this week. We have been having a really beautiful week. Rusk and I just closed on a big investment house. The boys are doing great. They're getting ready for their new school year. We are just having a really great time. But today I really wanted to talk to you all about the difference between slow fashion and fast fashion. Why did I want to talk about fast fashion versus slow fashion? Because I've been on both sides of the story. I've been on both sides of buying um, fashion and I've been on the side of being the one that goes out and consumes the fashion. I'm so excited to be talking about this. This is such an important topic for me because, you know, things have changed a lot since March of 2020. When COVID hit, I think a lot of things happened for us. A lot of things changed for us. There was a lot of change between the way we consume fashion, meaning how we go out and purchase clothing versus how we do it now. You know, I this is, you know, August of 2020 and things have changed. Things are different now. And I want to talk a little bit about that because I know a lot of you guys um, used to come shop in my store. It was a lot of really great trendy pieces and amazing things that I would see out and about in um, maybe Instagram or influencers using maybe what was up in New York Fashion Week, those sorts of things. But I wanted to talk today about what is the difference between maybe supporting the earth and maybe being a taker from the earth because I think that is something that has changed and it's a really really interesting paradigm shift that has happened this whole year um, especially for me you know in the way that I purchase things in the way that I consume things nowadays so today we're going to be talking a little bit about sustainable fashion I'm going to do a little bit about buying fashion, renting clothing, and maybe how we can change our mindset and our paradigm about, you know, being on the consumer side. As you all may have known, if you've not known this about me, I was a boutique owner, so I have been very much on the buying side. I was the girl that would go out to the markets. I would definitely go out to the Dallas market. I would go out to the LA market. And I was the one that was buying fast fashion from China. So I knew that component. I knew some of the things that those manufacturers were going through in terms of their employees in terms of what things were going on in the background I knew a lot of that just because I was very inquisitive and I learned a lot about it as I was going through it for five years however I am now not the owner of the boutique anymore but I've been a consumer of clothing for a while and I've been a consumer of clothes for the longest time and for forever forever 21 was one of my favorite places until I learned the exploitation of workers and then that changed for me but that's why I want to talk to you a little bit about slow fashion versus fast fashion I want to talk a little bit about being on the buyer side meaning you know I was out there buying in LA or Dallas and then I want to talk a little bit about being the consumer about being on this side now and just thinking about exploitation of workers or 
thinking about shopping patterns or just really thinking about how COVID-19 has impacted how we keep up with the trends, how we dress up for parties nowadays, how we buy versus recycling. I know a lot of my clients are very in tune with recycling their pieces as opposed to buying something new. I'm also one of those people that really believe in investment pieces. So I'm going to really talk to you a little bit more about that. And I really want you to just take away a little bit of information on the difference between slow fashion and fast fashion and what happens to clothes after you throw it away. You know, how some of it ends up in landfills, how some of it, some of it is recycled and the initiatives in terms of recycling and how a lot of it can also be, you know, affecting our beautiful earth, you know, plant-based dyes versus chemicals. You know, you've got to start thinking about how you research companies where you buy from. I'm very conscientious about what companies I purchase clothing from because I want to know their brand mission. I want to know where they're coming from and what they're doing with their clothes. I want to know about their background in terms of you know, what sort of worker um, guidelines they have. I want to know the research behind that and who works for them, who their employees are. And the modern female shopper and the modern mom shopper is very different from what it used to be before. I think today we are really, really considering if you're a supporter of the earth or are you a, a taker from the earth? And I think this is something you've got to keep in mind. And I will put this in quotes and I will say this again. Are you a supporter of Earth, of your planet Earth? Are you a taker of Earth? So what does that mean? So, for example, are you reusing? Lately, I've been thinking about you reusing and the impact that clothes has on the environment. I think about those things because for me today, I want to make sure that I'm being as responsible and as an advocate of the earth as I can possibly be. But did you know that 20% of industrial water pollution comes from textile treatment? And did you know that dyeing, meaning the coloring of the clothing, is 90% of the wastewater in developing countries and it is being discharged into rivers without treatment? Think about that. Think about this one little thing right here. 90% of wastewater in developing countries, meaning developing countries, Europe, United States, it's being discharged into rivers without treatment. Water is so scarce right now. Sometimes you've got to consider where water is heading and how hard it is to come by. But did you know that it takes approximately 20 liters of water to produce one kilogram of cotton? Think about that, my ladies. You've got to consider where your clothes is being manufactured and if that clothing is being supportive of the earth or is it being a taker of the earth? I think that is the place where we need to consider and we need to think about. As I've been going through COVID, just like you guys since March, I've been really reconsidering my my need for clothes. You guys know I love designer clothes. You guys know I love wearing clothes and dressing up and just taking pictures. But then I think about is the stuff in my closet, is it making me feel just well-dressed and happy? Or is it just sitting there and rotting away? 
I love clothes. You guys know that. I love designer clothes. I love to wear my Diane von Furstenberg. I love wearing my Manolo Blahnik shoes. I love my Tamara Mellon. I love all of that. But sometimes you have to consider like how you are purchasing and how you are um, impacting the earth that you live on. Those are things we have to consider as new, as moms, as women. So for me, renting honestly allows me to be able to swap things and use designer clothing that I don't have to purchase on a full-on basis. Honestly, I feel like my renting through Rent the Runway allows me to pay a membership fee and I can swap as many looks and they take care of everything else. I don't have to keep all of that clothes in my closet if I don't want to. I can send it back and have it. They give you the option of purchasing. And so I've purchased a few things. I actually wanted to want literally to purchase this one leopard dress that I love. And um, just waiting for them to give me the discount code because I'm a member, so I'm waiting for that. But they allow you to keep multiple clothing at a time. So you really get a chance to utilize that time and to think about how you are using your clothing in a really, 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 really meaningful way. So this is something I want you to consider when you go about and you purchase things. And you all know that I have a boutique and this is something that I help with. I do a lot of personal shopping for my ladies. And so I wanted to think about um, how you go about purchasing things and I want you to think about this as you go along and you think about buying. Either you go to a mall or you go to a boutique. Are you being a supporter of the earth or are you being a taker of the earth? Again, I have been on both sides of this. I have been on the side of buying. I've been on the side of renting. I have been on the side of, you know, getting things for my boutique and buying from China. However, I've seen things from all of these sides and all of the point of views, but I really want you to start thinking about how you, from now on, begin your journey as a consumer. I know a lot of us love beautiful things and really consider things. So one thing that I really, really have decided that I really wanted to do is I really wanted to invest in investment pieces. What does that mean? Investment pieces are pieces that are going to last you forever. They're designer. They tend to be very well made. They have um, beautiful construction. They have the best fabrics and not necessarily spend a lot of money, but you will spend a little money, but you will have these pieces peace forever. I think the modern female shopper and the woman of today is really thinking in ways of what is the brand? What brand is aligned with my values? I go on their website. I look at their website. I look at their mission statement and I look at what things are doing to contribute to the environment. I see if they have a gift back program. I look at things such as, you know, percentages of what they're donating to. I also like to look at brands who are donating to political causes that are important to me. For example, recycling initiatives. Are they also donating to researching for companies who who, who are doing um, innovative ways to recycle pieces? I 
tend to look at things in terms of the long term, in terms of the big picture, as opposed to, okay, I'm just buying this little piece from China and I'm happy and it's going to be gone in 30 days. That's not what I'm thinking anymore. And I think modern female women and moms nowadays are really looking at things that are going to have a longevity to them, something that's going to be sustainable and it's going to be good for the environment in a long term way. I'm a world traveler, so I have seen how water pollution affects the environment in different places. I've been to India. I've been to Peru. I know how water is treated and how it's such a commodity that we take for granted in America that is such an important component of the lifestyle for the people there and how hard it is for them to come around water, just water in its sense. So, you know, this is something that I want you to think about and I want you to start thinking about recycling initiatives. Is there something you can keep that you can reuse? I think a lot of women have really great pieces in their closet that they're just not using because they don't know how to use it. That's what I'm here for, guys. And that's something that I definitely um, take a lot of pride in being able to show you how you can still reuse and and recycle the pieces that you already have in your closet in new innovative ways whether it's by accessorizing whether it's by adding new shoes to it um it is the styling has such a big difference to do with how you you know use the things that you have some people say oh i have this jumpsuit that i never use well have you used it with these pair of shoes have you used it with these sandals have you tried this a lot of people will say no i haven't so for me it's like a really beautiful um, moment for me to teach you this is how you can use this and this is how you can take it to the next level i think a lot of things that are happening today especially through COVID 19 and through you know the experiences that we're heading in with 2020 is really taking a great assessment of how you're using clothing in your in your life and how your closet also exemplifies what you believe in so if your closet is filled with a lot of things that still have tags or things that are old and you've never worn why are those things in there why are you still use you're keeping things that you're probably never going to use again I want you to start considering those things. I want you to start thinking if clothes that you have in your closet actually make you happy. Um, I'm one of those girls that loves designer clothes. I just don't want to buy. I just don't want to pay the crazy $1,000, $2,000 price tag so high rent. Because in renting, I just use the beautiful designer clothes for one time and then I send it back. I've been giving you guys my rent the runway code i'm going to give you the rent the runway code again at the end of my episode if you go over to my website you will get that code because you will get the best freaking discount you can ever get um but i really want you to start considering how you're purchasing now and going forward and moving forward i want you to think about are you supporting the earth or are you taking from the earth I think this is something that's just crucial as we move forward, as we confront the realities of the 21st century. How are we being more thoughtful of what we're putting out and what we are taking from our planet? Um, for me, it's been just a, 
a year of retrospection. It's been a year of thinking about how I shop. Quite frankly, I'm not shopping anymore. I'm literally renting or borrowing things. Um, I'd rather pay a membership fee and swap as opposed to just constantly buying, buying, buying slow fashion. That's just going to be used maybe one or two times because it's going to fall apart and then you move on and you donate it. I think there's a different way to do things nowadays. I think the modern woman has options on how they can be more inclusive for themselves and more thoughtful about how they treat the earth. So as we go back and we start talking about COVID-19 and its impact on the fashion industry, I want to talk a little bit about a Vogue magazine article that was released just recently, just in May, from the Council of Fashion Designers of America and also the British Fashion Council. Both the CFDA and the BFC agreed that there has to be a fashion industry reset. That means that both of the marketing and the production of fashion, among other things in the industry, needed to change precisely because of the changing nature of the century and the way that COVID-19 changed everything for everyone. On sustainability, they said, through the creation of less product with higher levels of creativity and quality, products will be valued and their shelf life will be increased. So what does that mean for us as we go about and we start purchasing things? We need to think about how long our things will last as opposed to how long they will last for us at the moment. A lot of us have an event and we go out and we shop and we buy for that event. From now on, I think a lot of us will be thinking, what is this piece going to do for me in the long term? There was another May 2020 article from Vogue that amplified this particular voice and it was from the graduating class of 2020 from the pride institute one of the best fashion design schools in the nation and we have a comment from a young lady of one young um, student emmy stern from chicago and she's talking about creating wearable art creating things that you can use for many 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 things and for many events with zero waste if you think about that, you've got to think about what zero waste means. It talks about using a critical eye to finding the good in everything, whether it's old hand-me-downs or treasures that you find in a sidewalk cell. We think about knit, we think about weaving, sewing, finding new things into your clothing, finding the comfort in knowing that you gave something a second, third, or fourth life, adding more and more substance to the material. Every single piece that we have can be used and reused in multiple ways. I think we have a tendency to think of it in one way and it's for one thing. And once we start thinking about that one particular piece, we can definitely give it multiple lives. You can style it differently. You can add different things to it. You can add different um, pieces of fabric to it. I think today is a perfect time for it's the perfect time for ethical and sustainable renaissance. I think we're in a rebirth at this moment in the fashion industry. As we see it more universal and more influential, we have the power to transform the industry and the production to be more friendly to the humans and to the earth. Social and environmental justices occur too frequently in the fashion industry. As a community of creators, we have a responsibility to change that. 
and not only a community of creators, but a community of consumers. We have the ability to change that because we can make those particular industries change because we've changed. We see things different now. At this point, sustainability needs to be a part of the design and it can't be just a trend. It has to be seen often. We have to see fashion knitwear to be a part half, part, part, huge part of the fashion industry. There has to be little to no waste. Garments or clothing or pieces have to be durable and have to last. We have to look at things in terms of how long, how long they will last and how much we can use them. Are we slowing down fashion or are we looking at fast fashion for our needs and our immediate needs? We have to start looking at things in terms of zero waste, in terms of exploitation of workers and how much the company adjusts to our brand mission. Our personal mission can be such a powerful thing in terms of what brands and consume and businesses can adjust to. If we determine that we don't like the way they exploit workers, they will change their ways. But we have to be a collective. It cannot just be one person making a determination that you cannot treat your workers this way and treat them subpar and pay them less than they're worth just because we want our fast fashion. We have to change things. And this is a really good, good time for us to see the change, for us to be the change, for us to see the trend moving from slow fashion, from fast fashion to slow fashion. You guys know this. How do we fit into it? Do we decide we're going to recycle? Do we decide we are going to take part in initiatives by stores such as Levi's who are really, really at the forefront of recycling denim? Are we going to be like H&M who go back and collect their pieces and recycle them? Are you going to be thrift thrift shopping? That's something I really, really enjoy and I really, really love. Are you into creating and designing Frankenstein clothes? Do you know what that means? What is a Frankenstein piece of clothing? That's creating new clothes out of no clothes, old clothes. It is really thinking about new ways of recreating what you've already got and changing it into something new. It's the Frankenstein of clothing. It's the Frankenstein of fashion. How do you present the future of clothes to your to your closet? How do you converge those two? the present, what you've already got to what the future is for you. Where is fashion going? Are you thinking about where fashion is going? Are you thinking about the ways that you're using rental services? For example, rent the runway. Are you thinking about how all of those things can impact the life and kind of impact your life and how you are contributing to either back again to what we talked about from the beginning? Are you a supporter of the earth or are you a taker of the earth? Start thinking about that. This is something I want you to take back with you today as you take away our podcast episode. How are you contributing to the future of the earth? I'm a mom and so for me, I think of things in terms of how it's going to be for my kids, for my boys, my 17-year-old and my 12-year-old. What am I leaving behind? What am I giving them? What is it how I'm shopping today, consuming today, impacting them in their future? It's an ethical question. 
It is a tough question and it's something you need to ask yourself. Where are you at? Give me the feedback. I want to hear from you.